Okay, Restoration Church, here we are, session number two. Which, if we're honest, comes after we just recorded the previous session. (laughs) But it'll be a whole week. That happened like five minutes ago. The next week. That's right. Here we are. What happened between... You know, we, we just had like just a few minutes between those two podcasts. But what happened between that podcast that they just listened to and this one now? Maybe somebody decided to date. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. That would be great. And they're, they're just wondering, we're like, I want they're, to do this. They're, who should I do it with? And they're waiting on this podcast, right? <laughs> All seven of our listeners yeah, have been that, waiting. That's for... right. Golly, it's so helpful. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Okay, well, so this episode, now that those, maybe the one or two of you that was just what you, you have decided, I do want to date. And, uh, and because based off of not reasons of compatibility, I'm, I understand I need to have confidence in Christ and his plan for marriage and not compatibility to see things go well. And so now that I understand that I, now that I understand that and I do want to be dated, who should I then choose? That's what we're going to talk about. So, Joey, why don't you jump into us? Let's. What's the first when we trying to define the who? Who should we uh, date or court or whatever those other words we used before? Yeah. Um, well, when, where should we start? I, I think in some ways, Scripture is a little bit clear here on some things, and what I mean that if you go back and you listen, the purpose of dating yep. was to at least have marriage in view. I'm, I'm headed towards somewhere. It's not this undefined, ambiguous relationship that is just kind of. Hanging around, like there's yep. purpose in mind. So I'm, I'm headed toward marriage, and scripture is clear. Yep. Sorry, I was just wondering, like, would you let Sadie date at like 15? Anyway, that's Pay- another well, question. Yeah, that's, that goes back <laughs> to the mistakes of page nine. What yeah. Anyway, all right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I, the short answer is probably not. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, like, she's gonna get married. At she like 16 no, or she's not. She's not. Can't legitimately entertain. Anyway, anyway. now we've thrown uh, all kinds of people uh, off. Come back in. Uh, oh, so scripture is a little bit clear here because if dating leads to marriage. Scripture is very clear about marriage, yeah. what it is, what yeah. it isn't, and who we can marry. And so yeah. the first question we have to ask is, who can I marry? Mm-hmm. And Scripture is clear, Romans uh, 7 and 1 Corinthians 7, that believers are to marry who? Other believers. Yeah. And this is not just a, a command that comes in the New Testament. We've seen this in our recent study of Judges and Joshua. That's right. Like God commanded his people only yeah. to marry like-minded believers. And how did it go when they didn't do that? Exactly. It's terrible. And so we... Yeah. Yeah, so Second Corinthians 6, let me read a verse here just to throw on it what you just said, Joey. Do, well-known verse, Second Corinthians six fourteen. do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Right. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Mm-hmm. What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of gods with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, and it goes on. So, that's right. Yeah, and, so and, it's strange that light would make a covenant with darkness. That's odd. That's right, and Paul says yeah. the same thing in 1 Corinthians 7 when he says, you know, if you're married and your spouse dies, you can marry anybody yeah. as long as they're in the Lord. Yeah, he true. says something very similar in Romans 7, and mm-hmm. so it's clear that mm-hmm. the first question I have to ask is, not just do they profess to be a Christian yeah. on paper, yep. right? But do they do they manifest a love for Christ? Yeah. And you know yeah. that's where we have to start because if you think you can date somebody mm-hmm. or you can, as the saying goes, flirt to convert, mm. the Lord has used that and He may yep. use it, yep. but it doesn't mean it's wise and it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and, and if and if one more thing here, if Christ is what's most important to you, mm-hmm. and your potential spouse 
is not a believer, yeah. they do not understand you yeah. because they don't understand and love the thing that's most dear to you. That's right. And I think secondly, the most important decisions you're going to make as a married couple, you're not going to have the most important things in common that's right. know, to be able to make those decisions in unity. Yeah. And so, uh, it just is a, it's a terrible thing, a terrible idea. And, and I, you know, if someone's trying to ask the question, well, how can I be sure? Because it is, we live in a culture where there's all kinds of people that take the name of Christ, sure. but they don't have fruit in keeping with repentance, as the Bible says. So again, want to be clear here. You're not looking for perfection. You know, you're just looking for, you know, the kinds of stuff that, uh, indicates that they are living a life of repentance and faith with Christ. And, and I, can I suggest that maybe that's why your local church is a good place to look for someone to yeah, date? That's right. So church membership <laughs> I mean, is so helpful. Yes, right? we can even connect dating yes, to church membership. membership. Yes, but it's but hopefully yeah. we're not just pulling this out of the air. You see that it's important. Yes, yeah. You know, and, there's there's a story of a guy in the church. I'm not going to tell his name. He knows who he is, but he came to us. <laughs> if and, this is bad, I'll just edit it out. Yeah, but yeah. no, it's 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 good. He would be happy to tell you if he was sitting okay. here. But uh, he tells a story. He was dating somebody in our church, and he came to us just after college, and he was dating a girl in our church. And we were very suspicious of this guy because he claimed to be a Christian, and he hadn't been in church for a while. Now, if you talk to him today, he'd tell you, that wasn't a good idea. I should have been part of a church. But, uh, yeah, so church membership defines and says not only does this person think they're a Christian, all these other people think they're a Christian too. That's right. That's right. And they're helping them follow along. So that helps define it. Another two really fast books on this, one would be, if you want to kind of have good eyes to see if people are more than what they say they are, they're not just confessing Christ, they actually Christ. A good book, two good books on this. We didn't plan to go here, but it's no. helpful. Am I Really a Christian? Oh, yeah. By Mike McKinley. Good books, short, easy, kind of funny to read at times. Good book. And then William Wilberforce's Real Christianity, which is excellent. So he's really trying to work out what does it look like to be an authentic Christian. Yeah. Two easy, quick reads. Yeah. And it, it, one of the ways you can tell that is just by talking to them. Are they happy to yeah. talk about the things of Christ, those types of things? Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, just make sure they're a Christian. Yeah. And so, but that's, that's certainly not. Yep. While, while honestly, scripture, the, scripture would have you, if they're another Christian, you're inside God's will if you marry them. Yep. Like, yep. honestly. There's, there's enough there to make it. <laughs> exactly. You know? Doesn't mean that's the only thing we should consider. Yeah. There's some other. So, what are some other things we're thinking about? You know, I, I desire to date somebody. Who should I begin to look at? Who should, if I'm a man, who should I pursue? If I'm a woman, who should I be looking toward and yeah. inviting and those types of things? Yeah. So, well, a man should be pers- man should be pursuing a woman. A woman should be pursuing a man. That's right. Just to be clear on that. Yep. Uh, Might look a little God. different. Those types of things. We can talk yeah. about that under the how. Maybe next time. But yeah. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean, what I mean by that is, is same sex or not oh, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. uniting because that's, that's right. clearly opposed, yeah. not the design of yeah. God. But so you know, the next question I think that comes: Okay, they're a Christian. Nathan, are you saying that I should just date the first Christian I find? Maybe if they're not married. Maybe <laughs> that's happened in the past, and you know what? It's worked out all right. That's right. Uh, this kind of gets back into our other conversation about compatibility. Like, oh, that's heresy. Well, no, that's only a recent invention in the church. But nevertheless, I do think attraction is part of this. So I think, I think it's right and good and helpful to be attracted to the other person. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be high on the priority list in the sense that it's in the top spot. That's right. But, uh, I think it ought to be in the equation, or maybe oughtness is kind of strong. I think it's good for it to be an equation. It can be helpful part of the equation. Yeah. Now, again, we're going to talk about some things in a minute that are more important than, yep. than physical attraction, those types of things, but mm-hmm. the, that's a yep. fine thing. Yeah. Uh, yep. you know, ask, do I enjoy this person? Do I like being around? Those types of things are helpful. And, mm-hmm. but here's, and here's what I have found in my own life. And I've even in talking with others, kind of that initial, like there's a, there's a physical attraction that's helpful. 
what ends up happening when I really get to know the person and I see their love right. for the Lord, there's a deeper, Absolutely. more just soul storing attraction. Yeah. So like my wife yes. today, I am so much more attracted to Paige. Yep. Because of her growth and godliness. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, the, the type of person that they are. And, yeah. I mean, and we all, if you're listening to this, you know what we're talking about. You know somebody, some TV personality that is very attractive, and yet their personality is very unattractive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there's not an orientation of love of God and love uh, of neighbor. The things of true beauty. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, first of all, they need to be a Christian. It's it's fine for them to be attracted. Yeah. Uh, what are some other things that are that are kind of... They're more important than attraction, mm-hmm. less important than kind of, are they a Christian? But what are some yeah. other categories when I'm asking about somebody who I should date? Theological agreement, I think is important. So, In what ways? So theological agreement, first off, just the obvious thing, this gets back into the, into the, to a Christian stuff, but just to be clear, I want to gloss over this. But by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, for God's glory alone, that is in agreement on all of those. That's right. So like a Roman Catholic, not a good idea. They do not agree to that formulation. Mm-hmm. So that's going. There's going to be all kinds of problems because there's a different understanding of the gospel, even though they take the name of Christ. That's right. Uh, so that's a theological agreement just on the gospel. Those uh, solas. Go back yeah. and listen to our sermon series on those. Another. There's, there, there's a date for you. <laughs> go take our five solas. There you go. That's right. <laughs> so Let me walk you through here. <laughs> Membership interview. Uh, yeah. Uh, another theological agreement question would be like their understanding of the Bible. You know, do so, they believe it's God in inerrant, yeah. fully authoritative word that yeah. is good for yeah. my life? And they don't have to say it with all of those fancy words, but you know, just <laughs> this is going to be, man, we're going to be so they're going to turn this off after I say this. But listen, just listen to me anyway. Keep it on after I say what I'm about to say. Take our statement of beliefs, <laughs> and you can read. You know, you don't have to say, it, but maybe read. Like, do you believe that? Yeah. You know, so. uh because here's the thing. If they say that, yes, the Bible contains the Word of God, but it's not the Word of God in its totality, there's going to be some huge problems. Sure. Because if you can explain this verse away and that verse away, um, then your authority is going to be all messed up. So that's another important one. So I just said theological agreement, gospel, Bible. Can you think of other ones? I think another one would be that's derived from Scripture is an understanding of God-ordained roles inside right. of marriage. Good. So if that's where yep. you're headed yep, and one person – believes that there's, you know, headship and helping, and the other person's like, no, that's not there. Like, mm-hmm. that's not going to work out well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. so, again, having an understand doesn't mean you you understand everything and you've got it all worked out or yep. whatever, but, like, yep. do you have do you have categories in your mind that yep. those are things inside of a marriage to yep. work out? So Another one you, you should definitely be talking about is baptism. So, Lord willing, you have children. Uh, if one of if someone thinks you should baptize children, your babies and you don't, uh, you're going to have a big problem. I mean, yeah. you're disagreeing on one of the two ordinances that Christ has commanded. Right. So you need to talk about that. Yeah. You doesn't mean you can't do it or you shouldn't do it. it just means like you should have a yeah. lot of conversations yeah. about yeah. what does this look like. Because if if church is what's central and important and going to be yeah. one of where the are you gonna mo- church? yeah, where are you going to go to church? The most foundational and shaping things about your relationship with the Lord and with each other, uh, then there's got to be some questions. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, other other questions, kind of those are kind of very objective in a way. Mm-hmm. But what would be some more subjective questions we want to ask about a potential person to date? Yeah, so you know we already talked about them. Do they are they a Christian? But uh, just to be clear on that, do they have? Does this person seem to have an active, some active uh, aspect to their loving God? So you know, I'm not saying they have to read their Bible and pray, have a you know 30 minute quiet time every single day. But but does there seem to be a discernible? Uh, activity in their life where they're pursuing Christ at some level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that would be one kind of subjective thing. 
another one I would see is, you know, what is, Jesus says the greatest two commands, love God, love neighbor. So do they have some discernible level at which they're pursuing the Lord? And then secondly, are they pursuing their neighbor at some level? Uh, or are they super passive? Yeah. Um, not really trying to make disciples, not trying to be made known to pastors, to others. Um, yeah. So are they, and if they are loving their neighbor, how are they doing? Mm-hmm. You know, how's that going? Yeah. Do they serve other people or do they just sort of, are they super passive? Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I, to that? I think I'd add in there a couple of questions. You know, one of the questions I always encourage young folks that are, that are dating is just ask the question, are my affections for Christ stirred because of this person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can see it. They do it with others, but also like when, when we go out to dinner, mm-hmm. is it like we never talk about Jesus and we only talk about how good the food is and the last movie we saw? Or is there a natural weaving and foundation of Christ? And they're mm-hmm. asking me, how's my love for Christ? How can I pray for you? How can I do those types of things? Mm-hmm. So do I love mm-hmm. Jesus more uh, because of them? Do I want to read God's Word more? Do I want to pray more? Those types of things yeah. because yeah, I spend yeah. time with them. It's it's a meaningful part of your uh, proximity to them. Like it's not something that never comes up or you have yeah. to force it to come up. Yeah. Uh, maybe a last one. I think this is this is the one that I I use the most with people when they're evaluating who to date. Because remember, going back to the last one, I said it's not about compatibility; it's about conviction on Christ. And so, would you look at that other person and think that re- you have a reasonable level of confidence that they can live out uh, whatever it is a husband or wife is supposed to do? So, if you're a man pursuing a woman, do you have a reasonable level of confidence that they are willing and able? Um, in Christ to live out what it means to be a wife. And wife, you look at the husband, you're evaluating. Do you have a reasonable level of confidence that they will love, they will be a husband as God has told them to be a husband? Because uh, if you have those things, if you, if they, if you believe they're regenerate and you have a, a reasonable level of confidence that they can do those things, then you've got the recipe for a great marriage. That's right. That's right. It doesn't mean they are doing them. They're perfect. Yes, it just means like, yes. I think they can do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, you said last, but I've just got one more came to yeah. mind, is uh, the who of dating is, uh, remember, this is not a relationship that is about infatuation between two people yep. because that's not how God is. Yep. So a good dating relationship actually helps you grow in godly community, mm-hmm. does not suck you away from it. Yeah. And What's, so we want to ask, is this helping me grow, not just in my relationship with this other person, but in com- godly gospel community as a whole yeah. in those ways? And that's going to be a good teaser to get us into those more kind of how questions, right? Because right? you're, you're kind of bridging the gap there just a little bit, leading us into that. So the third and final session is we're going to ask, how do we go about this? So we, the first session we said, if uh, we should do this, this one we talked about who, uh, if we desire to do this, with who should it be? And then this last session we'll go, all right, how do we go about it? This is going to be the one they probably want to listen to the most. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about some of those practical ways and how we ought to go yeah. about this. And if you have questions, email us. Yeah. I mean, seriously, maybe the how turns into two or three episodes. I don't yeah. know, but ask yeah. questions. Feel free to email Nathan or myself, and uh, or even pull us aside after church That's right. and ask whatever. us. We'd be happy to, to help us think this through. So, yeah. closing words, Nathan. Love Jesus, love neighbor. In this, you fulfill the law. That's my closing <laughs> words. <laughs> Understanding you can't do it, but it is Christ in you who is the hope of glory. He is our hope and our great reward. And so pursue him. We thank God for you, Restoration Church. And Lord willing, we'll see you on Sunday.